Welcome, family, to the Kumi Valdez podcast. I am Daniel Price, and I'm here with my beautiful wife and co-host, Dr. Kish Kumi Price. And today we have a special Valentine's Day edition for you. And uh, this episode we're gonna we're gonna call "Lovers and Friends." And this is actually an episode that my wife came up with. Um, so she came up with the title, and so um, I'm gonna let her kick it off. Okay, so. I think it is a great time to have this discussion because there are a lot of marriages that are struggling. There are a lot of people who are trying to find happiness outside of their marriages. And a lot of that stems from the fact that we need our spouses to be our lovers and our friends. So we're going to talk a little bit about what that means. Uh, Daniel's going to share what that means for him. So I'm going to ask him, you know, his top three uh, ways in which he feels like men um, need to have women, their, their wives to be their lovers and friends. And then I'll share my perspective. So I'll kick us off by asking you, what is your first recommendation for a man, for a husband um, to share with his wife or woman uh, to be his lover or friend? Well, the number one thing for for men and myself is absolute respect. Like we have to have respect. It's something that we were created. We were created with that need to have that respect. Um, and so for any man, for any man is, is respect. Um, men just don't uh, deal with, with disrespect well because that's something that we need internally to feel connected to our significant other. Hmm. So what, what do you recommend for, like, let's say it's a relationship. The woman has disrespected her man, okay, her husband, and you're trying to get to a place of repair. What do you recommend for that process? Well, I think that if there, if there was um, a sign of disrespect mm-hmm. and if the, if the man brought that to her attention, I think that she definitely, definitely do not try to make a justification or a rationale as to why she did what she did or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's important for the uh, the woman to actually listen to what the man is saying about how he felt disrespected. And a lot of times women don't understand that part. You know, because they they don't necessarily feel that they've done something that's disrespectful and they try to respect the man in the way that they feel like they're showing respect. But a lot of times for us, it's not how we need the respect. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I think the the, the biggest thing is to actually listen to when it's brought to your attention that hey, this was disrespectful. Mm -hmm. Um, And then from there, you have to acknowledge that acknowledge what your man is saying. You know. Okay. So let me let me cut in for okay. a second if you okay. <laughs> so notice the hands. So he said they, but he pointed at me. So he's he's helping. <laughs> he's helping us to get this point. Us to get this point. But no. yes, I can say, no, I'm gonna share because I do think, you know, I know I've been guilty of this where it'll be, you know, he will share a time where he felt like he was disrespected and I'll be like clueless. Like what? <laughs> like how did I do? Di- how was that disrespectful? Like what? 
And it doesn't matter. Like, it really doesn't matter that I don't, it's not disrespectful to me or I didn't understand the why behind it. That's his reality. It it was disrespectful. And nine times out of 10, he, he will say, it, it would be disrespectful to any man if this happened this way. And I'm like, okay, I, I don't see it that way. Right. But I have to honor and respect how he feels about it and yes. ask. So how should I have handled that? You know, like how should I have done this differently? And I appreciate when you do that, when you provide that perspective. Right. And so the, the thing, the thing about that is when we, when we say it and you, and you don't, well, I wasn't being disrespectful. Now you're minimizing on how we right, feel. Right. Invalidation. And, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so that that just goes once once you start minimizing how we feel because we've expressed ourselves, yeah. then we 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 get to a place of uh either shutting down or pulling back or or it actually is gonna start an argument. Right. A lot of times. So yeah. you know, once we feel invalidated and you you just dismissed our feelings and, and you know, it just goes to a different place. So I think for any man to just having that respect and when we acknowledge the disrespect, ac- actually acknowledge it and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, you know, be accountable for that. Even though you might not intended um, any level of disrespect, you might, your intentions probably wasn't that. Yeah. But just acknowledge it and hear what we're saying and just listen to what we're saying. That's good. Okay. So what about um, your next tip or piece of advice for women um, to be their husband's lover and friend? Oh, physical touch, you know, intimacy, physical touch, intimacy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how, that's how myself and other men feel loved and connected. Mm-hmm. It had, we have to have physical touch or intimacy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say that, if you are in a good place, and 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 I, and I want to be careful with what I'm saying when I say this. If your relationship is in a good place, you know intimacy is is key for men to feel the love and feel the connection. If there's any kind of sign of, you know, disrespect or anything like that, a lot of times we 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 don't even want want you to touch us. Yeah. Because if it hasn't been acknowledged, like we don't want we don't want you to touch us we don't want to be involved with you in a lot of time a lot of times so i think i think when you're in a healthy in a really good spot the physical touch piece is going to be the next the next thing it's like respect is one and physical touch and intimacy is like one eight so it's (laughs) (laughs) so it's like it's literally right there it's connected um so physical touch i mean don't deprive your partner you know, from the physical touch, the intimacy uh, aspect. And, you know, only thing I will say is women, women be careful. Right. And I, and I want, and I want you to understand what I'm saying. Right. If there was a sign of infidelity, I know that can be tough and that, that'd be a tough thing to still be um, intimate with that person. Right. I understand that. And you and you guys want to have to go through some kind of counseling and really try to get to a place of where you you are in a space to where you feel like you want to be intimate with someone with, with, with your partner. If there was a sign of infidelity, I don't think it's healthy to just continue to have sex when there is a sign of infidelity and you feel in a certain way. 
I don't think that's healthy for you. And I don't think that's healthy for him because at the same time, I feel like you're, you're creating more issues down the road. That's just my opinion. I think you're creating more issues down the road, things that are going to be a lot bigger because you haven't really dealt with the issue. Right. And so you just continue to move on and on with with how you've already been acting or how it was before. I know you're supposed to forgive and forget. But again, we want you to be in a and we want relationships to be in a healthy situation. Right. Mm -hmm. So I would I would just be cautious of that piece. I just want to throw that out there. I, I don't know why I felt like saying that, that I needed to say that. But I just want you to be careful with that piece. Like we're talking about healthy marriages and we want things to be healthy and we want marriages to thrive because, you know, 50 percent of marriages are ending divorce. So we're trying to give you tips and ways that how to be lovers and friends, how to stay connected, how to respect each other, how to love the other person. Um, so I would just say physical touch is one of those things that you definitely have to be um, in a place um, for men to be connected, that physical touch piece. But if there is something else outside of, you know, y'all that's pulling y'all apart, then let's fix that. You know, try try your best to fix that through talking to each other, communicating or even uh, counseling. And then, you know, the physical touch and the intimacy piece can return. OK, that's good. Uh, what about, well, okay, before we go on to the next one, with that physical touch piece, so everybody's not wired the same. So we have to acknowledge that as well, right? right. Because I know there are some women and some men who are not inclined to physical touch. You know, it's 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 almost like... Uh, struggle for some people just to just to you know just to be like okay we go hold hands it's like this makes me feel uncomfortable or you know like right. hugging even make you can tell i know i'm a hugger so i like hugging people but i can tell when people are not huggers and they're just kind of like as a stiff as a board right. so be aware of that too that you know you you or your partner may not be wired to enjoy physical touch as much so just try to find ways to get more comfortable with that um or to share your boundaries where you know because it, it may be that it frustrates you that you're getting right so much physical touch and, and you it's not welcome at certain times so be right. clear about that too um what about your next oh my next my next my next thing for me and um i would say I would say some men feel this way. Okay. Right. So, but speaking for me, it has to be the emotional connection. Okay. Um, so that would be number three on my list. Um, and the emotional connection piece that I'm, that I'm speaking of is allowing me to be vulnerable with mm -hmm. you, mm -hmm. but then not using that against me. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, because one of the things we we're always been taught, men have always been taught, Young boys have been tied since since growing up. You know, you have to be tough. Mm -hmm. You have to be tough. You can't show any sign of weakness. So I would say we have to get to a place to where we can let somebody get close to us. Right. Mm -hmm. And so once we let someone get close to us and so we, we have that emotional connection um, and we show our vulnerability, mm -hmm. like the one the worst thing that you could do is use that vulnerability against us yeah. at any point in time in any kind of argument. Because then that that's definitely going to lead to um, destruction of a relationship. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. because we 
once we open up and we connect emotionally with someone and we actually let someone in, then, you know, that that's the most damaging thing for us mm -hmm. if you betray that vulnerability. Mm -hmm. So I think I think for, you know, emotional connection would be number three on my list for sure. OK, well, this is good. Uh, so those are your top three. I want to recommend a resource real quick before we get into my top three. But it's called Becoming Your Husband's Best Friend. And this is written by, it says, Secrets to Loving the Man You Married by Lisa and David Frisbee. Really great resource. Really, really great resources. One of the things that they talk about in this book is premarital counseling. How many of you went through premarital counseling? What did they really cover? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I, I know that it's not all the same, right? Different right. people have different experiences, but if you have good premarital counseling, what it should cover is asking things about role expectations. Like, what do you expect from your wife? What do you expect from your husband? Right. And that helps to set the scene. You know, a lot of what I feel like happens in relationships, uh, whether you're dating or married, is that you're trying to crack the code. You find You find that you're trying to get a sense of what makes him tick, what makes her tick, like what, what, what delights her soul or his soul. And sometimes we don't have to crack the code. Like we actually can have a discussion about it. You can ask me, uh, what is it that you really like to do? And what, you know, what are the things that you like for me to do for you or to you? You know, those are questions that we can pose to each other that helps us to have deeper relationships, you know, and that truly begins to walk you into a place where you become your partner's lover and friend. And uh, I remember, so I was reading through this and I just want to read this quickly. It says, quit keeping things in your, in your head and start putting things down on paper. Once they're on paper, find calm, peaceful times to talk about these things with your with your partner. It says, don't count the things you said to him while you were angry or while fighting with him. No one listens well or learns under best under their um, this kind of condition. So basically, like you may be like, I already said it, but you said it when you were arguing. You said right. it in the heat of the moment. I was struggling, y'all, because I have my glasses on. Sorry, but um, <laughs> put your glasses on. I got them right here. I really should put them on. I was just like, I'm not doing it. I can yeah. read. But, um, you know, I I think that's something to really instill in our relationships is understanding that it's not just what you say. It's also how you say it and when you say it. So sharing how your partner should treat you or how you want them to treat you, that is not the time to do that when you're in an argument, in the heat right. of a debate. <laughs> like, Write it down so that you can have these healthy discussions. So to get into my top three. Okay. So um, for you, your top three, um, what for a husband to be your lover and friend, what would be your number one? Number one is to be affectionate outside of the bedroom and in the bedroom. Right. And why is that important? Because I think. That connection, what we talked about, and it's funny because I actually, my your three are really like my three, but in different right. words. Okay. So um, your first one you said was respect, right? Mm -hmm. um, so for me, when you show affection, 
there's a certain level of love that has to be present in order to do that. Um, and I know some would argue, well, no, not necessarily because you can just be lusting and, and show affection. But I'm saying that kind of affection that's rooted in love, uh, right. where it actually translates that way. And so when you are with your partner, then of course, you know, you know that it's a, a good thing to have sex in, in your marriage, but it's also good to have established those connections outside of the bedroom. So there's that, you know, just little things like touching your partner, hugs, you know, kisses, th- those things are, they help to like get you in the place of being excited about showing affection in the bedroom. So yeah, <laughs> if no, that makes sense. No, yeah. it makes sense. I, you know, and, and I would agree. I would agree with that. Um, I, I know for me, I know for me that at, at times, um, like I can be very affectionate. Mm-hmm. Like I could be very affectionate. I can be, um, I can show a lot of affection outside of the, outside of the bedroom and things like that. So I know for me, that is something that, you know, I try to try to express, but when I'm in a place of feeling how I feel like then, you know, I kind of can shut off, but I still have to be in a place of understanding what you need. Right. 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 Um, But, but, but again, you know, that's having a conversation, like you said, let's, you know, we have to be able to talk and say, and share how we feel. And so mm-hmm. that, I mean, that's, yeah. a, that's a great number one. And, you know, mm-hmm. um, and if I'm not doing enough of that, <laughs> I will start. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, help us. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, so no, but for real, like, yeah. you know, you know, I, women and men feel a connection through physical touch. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I just, I know, yeah. I know, but men need that, you right. know, right. men need it. And right. I know that, um, women, that's a way that women also connect and feel, feel love. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. So yep. one thing about it is, you know, we need respect, men need respect and women need love. So that's yeah, it. that's good. So what, what would be your number two? My number two would be to court or date daily. Now I know that sounds like what, or challenging, but the reason why is because okay. It wasn't a problem when you were dating. It wasn't a problem when you were actually trying to win the person's heart, right? Right. And I think that happens all too often in a lot of kind of stalemated or dead marriages is that you're no longer trying to win your partner's heart. You know, it's like, I got them, mm. so I'm good. And that's okay. But every day yeah. Yeah. you're choosing your partner. You're choosing to stay in that marriage. You're choosing to either tolerate somebody or just coexist with them or choose to actually love them and to grow and develop. So in order for that to continue, you have to keep courting. You have to keep dating daily. Like that's the thing. And so for me, it feels like, you know, the things that you, you hearken back to what you did when you were dating, what were you doing? You know, you were checking in all the time, calling, you know, a lot of y'all got the hey big head, what's up kind of uh, <laughs> text messages or whatnot. Hey, but you know what I mean. Like it was it was a check in. No, it no, was the, a, the hey the hey big head text messages when, when you, they, you do what they ignore those. They, 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 that's when that's when <laughs> we've gone ghost. That's when they've gone ghost. Like trying to get back, trying to circle back. Hey big head, no, no, no. 
That's the yeah. Exactly. Hey, we ain't like the big head. Ladies, ladies, I'm I'm telling you, be careful with that. I'm telling you, this is coming from a man. All right. If you get that hey, big head, if you get that hey big head, we circling back. Hey, so be, yeah, we be, not doing that. Be careful with that. We're not doing that. Check. But yes, the real you know. So it's the it's the real courting. Okay, so yeah, not those, not those. But we, you know, we need that. We need to to have that. Yeah, I, you know, sometimes when you get in, you know, when, once you get into a relationship and you get into marriage and you know careers and children and things like that, the dating the dating piece yeah. kind of falls by the wayside. But it, it is healthy to consistently find time for you and your spouse mm-hmm. um, to be able to date, to enjoy each other's time, to mm-hmm. enjoy each other's presence. And um, I think that's that's important, too. I think that's that's I mean, that's a really good that's really good on your mm-hmm. on your list. <laughs> you know, I, and I, I know what you're saying and I, I hear you. I know you do this. You. You I, this. I, that's what I said. OK, but, okay. But I know it's high on your list. So that's yeah. I mean, that's good. That's still good to know. Like you're still informing me. Yeah. Like that's something that you enjoy. That you like. You know? So, yeah. um, so what would be number three? Keep it going. Keep it going. My third one, my last one, would be to guard, guard my voice crack, but guard my heart. Mm-hmm. To guard your woman's heart. Um, so, and I think it goes to your third point, which was emotional connection and like being vulnerable. So, right. when we as women are, you know, vulnerable. And it seems as if like you might be in a place where you're sharing with friends, you're sharing with family, you're sharing with your spouse. There are different levels of vulnerability and your spouse should be the deepest level of vulnerability that there is. And so, you know, outside of God. And so for me, that's really important because the things that I share I need those things to be for you to guard those things, you know, those, mm-hmm. those really deep things that I've, um, you know, decided to share with you and not anybody else. So right. it is, it is that. And it's also an element of remembering that your vows were made to protect, right. right? right. To, to protect, not just, my body as a person, but like my heart, my spirit. Right. And all too often, I feel like it happens. Like if you get into a disagreement, then all of a sudden we're able to separate ourselves, right? We're supposed the whole time we're supposed to be becoming one. Mm -hmm. But then when you're at odds with each other, then it's all of a sudden you can start, you know, getting upset with one another, um, blaming, uh, naming, whatever it is. And that creates that distance. And it also creates some cognitive dissonance where you forget this is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. Like this is my, this is my rib. And so if I'm, if I'm saying something negative about you to you Mm -hmm. or to some uh, about you to someone else, I'm damaging myself because I'm with you. Like we are one. And so it's, and it's the same way for men and husbands. So I think that's important. Right. And you know, the, 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 this is how different men and women are. So we basically said the same exact thing, but we, but, (laughs) but we called it something different. And that, and 
that's the language of men and the language of women. Yes. So we, we practically almost said the same exact thing, but we just worded it differently. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that's how men and women communicate. Mm -hmm. The, the piece that's going to be important is being able to really hear and listen to what they're communicating. And if you don't understand what they're communicating, you ask questions because you don't want to take it into your own, you, you know, sit there and be trying to think about what they're trying to mean and things like that. So if you don't understand, just go ahead and ask questions. For me, I ask questions. Mm -hmm. um, and, and then when I'm communicating, I say exactly what I mean and I mean exactly what I say. So it's not hard for for anyone to kind of misconstrue what I say. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I try my best to make sure that I'm, I'm very, 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 very on point mm -hmm. about what it is that I'm saying. So there's no miscommunication. But at times you do have questions with me. So I, I, I know that that happens in every relationship where you can, you know, you, you might not understand where, where the person is coming from. Mm -hmm. So you definitely mm -hmm. got to ask those questions. And give grace for time. So for me, I I want an answer now. Like I really, if I have the question, I want you to answer it now. But you may not be prepared to answer that question right now. Like you may need to give it some thought so that you can give me a more authentic answer to the question. And so mm -hmm. just be prepared for that too, to give your partner some time. But in, before we wrap up, just really quickly, for people who are dating, we wanted to give a little bit of advice here too, right. uh, because I know we've been talking from the context of marriage. But for for people who are dating, and I, I I have this question for you. So around this difference between lovers and friends, mm -hmm. how would a woman who's dating a man, and she's trying to figure out if if he's really into her and he sees her as lover and friend? You know what I mean? Kind of like lover of my heart and friend, or if he's just trying to string her along, like, what is that? Um, so I would say if, a, if like, ignore the big head text, yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. Know that, ignore, that's, that's a, that's a circle back. You know text. what that is, but yeah. what, what are some other ways? Um, I, I think that if a man is interested in a man is actually interested in pursuing you, I think we're, we're more intentional about what we do. I think mm -hmm. we're more intentional with, checking in. I think we're more intentional with um, making sure that we're having conversations or, mm -hmm. or we're, we're seeing how your day is going. Mm -hmm. um, but you have, but, but again, you still need to be in a place of recognizing, recognizing that too, because, mm -hmm. because some of those messages can, can be, you know, stringing you along as well, mm -hmm. or maybe, maybe you're so not having that much interest, but trying to get something else. Mm -hmm. um, so I would say, for us, we're intentional. Like we're very intentional. And if a man is already starting to open up to you and mm -hmm. start sharing things with you um, and start kind of being vulnerable with you, then that man is definitely interested in you. Yeah. And, that, and that man sees a future with you. And that's my that's opinion. Good. That's my opinion. I, that man sees value in who you are yeah. and the value that you bring to his life. Not not a financial value, not a, not a sexual value, just a value to their life to um, help them help them become a better person as well. Mm -hmm. So I think I think the the biggest thing, men being intentional. So if, ladies, if you're dating someone and they're not really being intentional about, um, like you said, courting you, mm -hmm. uh, dating you, um, and 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 showing like not always trying to 
be hard around you all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Not trying to be hard around you all the time. That is a man to me, in my opinion, that is a man that's interested in you. Right. Yeah. That is a man in pursuing something deeper with you. That's being intentional and willing to let down his guard just a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's good. And on the other side of this, ladies, I would say pay attention to what that vulnerability looks like. If he starts off with you by saying, this is how he's being vulnerable. My wife don't love me. And I, I in the conversation. First, first off, you, in if, the conversation. If that's the, conversation if, if that's the first thing to come out of his mouth, <laughs> like, what do y'all even, like, get no, up and walk away. And exactly. Like, don't misconstrue vulnerability yeah. for, you know, somebody exposing that they are in a, a marriage, in a marriage. Or even in a relationship. Or in a relationship. Or even as, in a relationship. Yes, as, as vulnerability because they're still in it. Right. So they haven't right. severed the tie yet. So just keep that in mind because I think a lot of women get caught up in that because they feel like, oh, he shared his heart with me. And he went. Meanwhile, now you're the side chick and now you're, you know, breaking up a, right. a home. Uh, you know, right. not a happy home, but still a home. So keep that in mind. So, so for you, I'm going to ask you this question. So for you, um, how do you see a man, like if a man is dating you or uh, you're dating, mm-hmm. how do you know if a man is interested? That's a great, and something, great question. And something deeper. Yes. I, I think from what you share, like, you know, the intentionality, right? Because like I said, I've kind of been in the dating world as an adult and notice that, you know, everybody, like you said, everybody was trying to be consistent about checking in, but it was the way in which you were vulnerable, sharing where you are, what you want out of life, right? I shouldn't have to bring up the conversation around marriage. If you know who I am and what I'm about, which I'm sharing that off the cuff, like, I mean, off the rip, like, great. That's, this is what it is. This is who I am. This is what I'm about then I'm expecting some reciprocal conversation about that. And if it's not there and on the table um, fairly quickly, then it's it's kind of like we're not even headed in the same direction. Not to say I expected him to be like, I want to marry you. But if I say I want to get, I'm, I would like to remarry or I'd like to be married, and he's like not saying anything about it. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just I mean, that's that's a red flag right there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You have to be you have to be moving in the same direction. Yeah. You have to be moving in the same direction. And and if again, men know. We know. Yeah. We know if we want to marry this person or not. We know. Mm-hmm. And so it it doesn't take you a long time to Well, when get you to say that, that what do you mean though? Like are you saying you know fairly quickly if somebody is somebody you somebody that you're dating is somebody that you would consider, consider marrying. Marriage, oh, yes, okay. Yes. yes, and we and we know the difference. We know we know if someone's not marriage material. If we feel like you're not marriage material mm-hmm. and you know and we do we do know if you are marriage to our standards. Yes. You know, to the and that's, individual that's person's another, standard. We we yeah. know the difference. We know when the you asked that question about like how you know that was another thing that I feel like you did was you start to get invited into the life, right? Like right. into his life. Um, so he invited me into his life right. in in ways that 
if I was just dating him and he's still trying to like, you know, figure me out or right. get something <laughs> besides actually having a, a marriage relationship out of it, then it would feel different. And he wouldn't be as open right. to being right. like, hey, you want to meet my kids? And hey, you want to come and, you know, inviting me into his work life and think that just wouldn't yeah, have been it's, again, that intentionality. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be men will be intentional. So we will be intentional about the uh, with the person mm-hmm. that we want to be with. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that is something. And and real quick, I mean, I know we probably need to wrap up now, but the other thing to caution um, women and men about is don't have a whole relationship all the way through the marriage, and the other person <laughs> doesn't know, isn't there, and You've already, you know how when we were little, I don't know if anybody else did this, but I know me and my friends, we would, you know, if it was some dude you liked or whatever, this is elementary, middle school, middle school, um, you're writing your name and that his last name and like, you know, trying to imagine or whatever. This is, we're not kids anymore. It says when right. you grow up, you put, put childish things aside. Okay. So get to a place where you're not trying to imagine and go there so that you're not really doing the work of checking in to see if they are able to like give you what you saying you need. If I'm saying that I need you to be somebody who's affectionate and somebody who's showing up for me and somebody who's intentional and somebody who, you know, really cares about my heart, then I'm going to be looking for those things. But if I'm imagining in my head already and I'm so desperate to get married, then I'm not going to check for that stuff. I'm going to have like blinders. Right. Uh, well, here's the thing. When you're dating, have the have conversation. Don't have superficial conversations. Yes. So have deep intellectual conversations. Mm-hmm. Have real conversations. Yeah. Ask what questions. Do you, what do you expect from a wife? Like, how do you see, what is your ideal wife like? What is your ideal husband like? Right. I mean, we need right. to... Have, have those conversations. Have real conversations. And, I, and I'm not saying and I'm not saying deep conversations and sex conversations. Like avoid those. Like mm-hmm. have real, real live conversations. Mm-hmm. Like be seriously be able to talk to each other and ask each other real questions. Like, where do you see yourself in five years? Mm-hmm. What you know, what what's your goal, overall goal? You know, are you are you into the church? Mm-hmm. You know, are you saved? You know, you can ask those questions. Like, what are you know, do you have a great relationship with your with your mom and dad? Like, you know. Because you got to figure out different kind of stability yes. if a person is stable or not, you know, and then and then to me that avoids and that helps you make the choice. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of how I am. You know, I've always been that way. Like, I never want to take your choice away. Mm-hmm. So I'm always going to give it to you up front, whether you're ready for it or not. Like, I'm, I'm going to give it to you. But, you know, like. I don't believe in sugarcoating anything. Mm-hmm. That's just me. I just don't believe in sugarcoating anything. You know, and I want you to be able to make make your own decision, right? You know, because that's important for you to be able to choose as well. Mm-hmm. You know, to be able to make a a sound um, choice. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a a the right choice. And so, we we just got to get to a place. You know, and I and I'm saying we as people, like everybody needs to just get to a place where just be honest, just be honest. Listen. So we something to share with. Our, I guess we'll say we've received some counsel recently. And one of the things that was brought up that I thought was pretty powerful was the question that was posed to us was, did you choose 
Daniel or did you need him? Right. And then asked him the same question. You know, did you choose Kish or did you need Kish? Right. And we both answered that question just kind of like, well, of course we chose each other. You know, right. mainly it was choosing. And then it was, well, why did you choose? And we shared that information. And then it was kind of like, and there was some need there. But the reality was that was shared with us is that couples that choose each other are more likely to stay with each other and continue right. to choose right. each other. But if you need the other person and that's why you're together, then it, you're not heading in the, the right direction. You're not, because as soon as that need is over with, then you're done. Exactly. And so, Or you can so, find somebody right. else to fill the need. Right. Feel, that, <laughs> so, feel your next need. Exactly. So, um, you, you definitely have to choose each other. And so the one thing about it is uh, respect, um, love. Mm-hmm. Men need respect. Women need love. Mm-hmm. And those are um, action words. They're action words. Yeah. You know, so that means that that's constant. You know, mm-hmm. those things are constant, constantly um, evolving because mm-hmm. the respect that I need, the love that you need mm-hmm. is going to change depending on the season and the space where you are. Mm-hmm. Um, so those words are action words. So I, I think for the most part, you know, in, in order to be real life lovers and friends, um, the men, men are going to need respect. Women are going to need love. Um, there's going, we both need physical touch. The the intimacy piece needs to be there. The physical touch piece needs to be there. And I would say, um, like you said, be affectionate outside of the bedroom. Um, and also that's something that men won't also, you know, they, they want that affection outside, affection outside of the bedroom as well. Um, so I would say, you know, that, that goes hand in hand. Um, and also just from an emotional connection, um, piece and that emotional connection piece is communication. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think you have to have communication often. Um, I think you have to have real communication, real life communication. Um, don't sugarcoat things, but again, don't be disrespectful with it either. So Mm -hmm. I think you just got to be in a place to, to be real life lovers and friends, to be able to share anything, to talk about anything. Um, you know, because you're going to have to have tough conversations and tough, tough conversations is is what's going to make the relationship a lot deeper. And to me, that's my opinion, Mm -hmm. you know, but I think the deep conversations is what makes the relationship a lot deeper. It makes the relationship a lot healthier um, and I don't think anyone should shy away from having deep conversations because there are things like if we're meeting, there are things in your past that you might might be hurt from that I might need to know that. You know what I'm saying? So those deep conversations, like if you really are in a space of really taking it to the next level, um, have those deep conversations, be able to share those things. Um, be real. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just be real and be honest. And I, I think it's, I think it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's 2024. All right. Let's just be honest out here. Right. Just be honest out here, share your expectations, share what you're feeling and just, you know, from there grow in a, in a space of having uh, a deeper connection and then you'll be lovers and friends. <laughs> just like that. Just like that. <laughs> All right. Thanks y'all. All right. <laughs> Next time.